Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. One of the golden rules is really, you know, what I focus on expands. So the more you focus on things that are not working, it's going to just continue to grow and expand in your mind. And you're going to continue to look for evidence for that not being real or true for you. Mm. So the first thing I'd like I do and what I have other people in my community do is actually take yourself out of the equation and go into a place of service. So how can you trick your system and start to operate from a higher vibration? And so immediately being of service. So what that looks like is maybe buying a bagel for the homeless man on the street. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's going through your closet and donating things that, you know, you, you love, but you would love for other people to enjoy, or maybe that's cooking something really special for your neighbor, you know, doing something from your heart. When you activate your heart space, and you do something with pure, pure love and gratitude. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, episode 258. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I will share with you business, marketing, and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. So as if I planned it this way, which I can assure you, I am not that organized. I was just batch recording, and I've just recorded the last week's episode, and this next week's episode, this next week's, as in today's episode, fits really, really well, which I didn't intend it to do that. And how odd that it has, but how perfect. So last week, we were talking all about values and why you need to know your values. We talked about heart-centered businesses and coming from what makes you happy and your passion and your purpose and making sure you have a business around, not making sure you have a business around that or how you have a business around it. And this week, I've got an interview with Emily K. Thomas, who is a, I'm just going to pick her, like her proper bio and read what it says. She's an energetic advisor, podcaster, blogger, educator, and basically she helps people to be more in line with themselves. And to her mission is to help you remember your soul's calling and my heart center. I'm a girl who loves deep soul work of energetics and healing people to live an aligned life, especially creative entrepreneurs. And I just thought this was really interesting because actually some of this is really going to fit with what I said last week. But what I find most fascinating about this kind of accidental matchup is last week we talked very practically about how to find out what your values are, looking at how your values fit in with what you do as a business. And this week we're pushing the woo boundary a little bit. So you know, I am, I love a bit of the woo. I really do. I'm also 
very conscious of how much of that we share on here because I know that's not everyone's bag. And I like to come at it from a place of almost devil's advocate. I almost like to bring it along because I like it. But at the same time, I question it. And I question it for those of you who aren't keen or this isn't necessarily your bag. So I really encourage you to listen to this, even if you're thinking, "Mm -mm," like talking about energies and alignment and soul's purpose and all this sort of thing might not be your thing. I'd still really like you to give it a go because like I said, there are some questions where I go, but really, and do you think, and how is that true? And so I do try and question it for my own sake, but like I said, also for the sakes of of those of you who are not as, you know, not feeling it as much as maybe I do on occasions. And there's still a huge skeptic in me in certain things, but then there's other things that I just think, well, what's the harm? You know, if it doesn't hurt anybody, what's the harm? So like I said, I've got the lovely Emily on. It was a really lovely conversation. She has a beautiful voice. She's also stunning. You know, one of these people that you think you've just got everything. You've literally got everything. She, her Instagram is like just picture perfect life. I'm positive her life is not that perfect all the time. I can only hope that that's the case because it really does look Instagram perfect. She's beautiful. Her husband's gorgeous. Her kids are stunning. And she's just a really nice person. So I think you're really going to like her. And it's a really interesting conversation. So I will let you take a listen to the lovely Emily. And I can't wait to hear what you think. So I am really excited today to welcome to the podcast, Emily Thomas. Emily, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. It's so great to connect with you finally. We've tried to make this work a couple of times and I'm just so, so honored to be here and to share this work with your community. It's so exciting. I am am very excited. And like Emily (laughs) said, we've had to rearrange mostly my fault a couple of times, which I feel dreadful about, but it, you know, it happened and that's the main thing. So, and you're here and you're talking to my audience, which I love. So Emily, we always start the same way in terms of you telling my audience who you are and what you do and how you kind of got into doing what you do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a loaded question because I could go in so many different angles, but I'll just keep it brief because I like to imagine that I'm talking to a my daughter, right? My, my okay. three and a half year old daughter when I'm explaining what I do so that it makes most sense. So Basically what I do is I read energy. I help people understand where their current vibration is and where they need to go. And then I help them shift vibrationally through different patterns of choice. Okay. So what does that mean? Yep. (laughs) Well, to me, I, have you ever met that person in business that is like doing it all that has, has created the funnel that has created the, the email sequences and is, you know, appearing to be very successful and they might very well might be successful, mm-hmm. but they haven't reached, like, let's say their goal is a million dollar mark. And they just are so frustrated because they feel really capped out because they've hit a plateau. Mm-hmm. Well, that was me. <laughs> I've built a couple of businesses and I've been extremely successful, And I always wanted to get a little bit more successful though. I wanted to have those million dollar years and beyond. And I just couldn't figure out why it wasn't working. And I had to take a a few few months of introspection to really connect the dots and figure out how I actually allowed my life to become so abundant in so many different areas. For instance, with my marriage, with my children, with my my houses around the world, Mm -hmm. like all of these different areas. And the common thread was energy. When I managed my energy and understood how I was embodying the energy of what I wanted to create in those areas of my life, it started to come come to fruition. Mm -hmm. So I decided, hey, how can I actually apply this methodology in my business so that it creates that financial freedom and also the sense of freedom that I've been craving for. Mm. So I applied it to my business and things just looked a lot different than it did to the, you know, the marketing course that I was taking, the mastermind group that I was in. It all started yeah. to look different than what I was taught, but I embraced it. And when I started embracing that, what happened was, is I started saying yes to my energetic DNA and we'll go into what that is. And that's when things started clicking into place. And not only was I working less mm-hmm. and activating the sense of freedom and joy, true, true freedom and joy, and what that feels like for me, I started to make a lot more money. 
it started to actually start pouring in, in terms of my, you know, people would reach out to me for speaking in summits for, you know, can I, can I work with you on this project? Would you like to join this retreat? Would you like to be a speaker here? Would you love to, you know, speak in my mastermind? Like all of these opportunities just started showing up when I showed up differently in my business. So that's what I help people do today is I help them really identify what that looks like for them Mm -hmm. and really what's the energetic component that they're trying to achieve in their life. Is it safety? Is it, is it support? Is it freedom like my own? Mm -hmm. Is it, is it abundance or is it maybe just feeling extremely healthy, right? Or vibrant, you know? So like I help them understand what that looks like for them and why they really want it. So like, I always refer back to like Simon's Ted talk, you know, you're probably aware of that one, (laughs) the why we do things. And if any of your listeners or viewers are, you know, haven't seen that one, just go check that out because it's really powerful. I think it probably has like millions and millions of views at this point. And I've contributed to that many times. (laughs) I love his work, but really it is about beyond the why it's the energetic component of what it is that you're doing like what is the energy that you want to create in your life and so that's really where it started and my business started taking off and i stopped looking at the end result and comparing my values and my metrics as much as really embodying and using my feelings and my emotions as a as a metric and a marker for how successful i was being And it feels so different than how we're trained in this world. We're trained, you know, to be very masculine driven and on a linear scale where we're always excelling and always growing and moving up and up and up and up the ladder. And sometimes it's really important. And I'm not saying that it's not important to always keep moving, Mm -hmm. but I think it's equally as important to recognize and start questioning that system and that framework to really identify, is this working for me or is that program and that illusion of of what's good or bad actually playing into how I believe success looks or I believe my impact on the world looks, right? (laughs) Such a good point. I I literally had this conversation with someone earlier on in terms of in the entrepreneurial space, in the the business space, in the online business space, we are almost fed a a line of what we believe is successful or what we believe we should want. And we were talking about going online and, and he was talking about the fact of, you know, we know someone mutually that has a, you know, a a business that isn't an online business, but Mm. almost has been brainwashed into the fact of, oh no, you must have an online business. And it's like, well, who says that's going to work for them? Who says that that's what lights them up? Who says that, you know, and I said to him, what people forget when you have an online business like me is I have to show up. I have to create the content. I have to turn up every day. I have to be the person who's on. I have to do the interviews. I have to stand on the stage. I said, but I love that stuff. Like right. it lights me up. So that makes sense for me. But if someone's just trying to chase the the money or the accolade or the whatever it is, but that's not what lights them up, then that's going to be a completely fruitless exercise, isn't it? So, right. so when you talk about, like, I'm sat here listening to what you're saying, thinking, yeah, I need that. Yeah, no, I'd like that. Yeah. How do I do that? So it sounds <laughs> like, you know, I just got in line with what I wanted and boom, there it was. So explain more about that process. Explain more about how, had you always dealt with energy? Had you always worked with it? Was it a thing? Like how, how has it all come about? That's such a good question. Thank you for asking that. Actually, I was the skeptic. (laughs) (laughs) I was the one in the back of the room, like, oh yeah, all this energy stuff is just bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Because I, I was raised in a very, I was raised in an environment where that conform and that construct of, of, of how success looks was Mm -hmm. so prominent. And so anything that was out of that frame of you go to college, you get a job, you, you know, you study science, this is good, this is bad. Like it was very black and white in my life. And so anything that was outside of that box was, you know, not allowed, right? 
So I actually was in the medical industry for over 10 years and that kind of paid into that belief, Mm -hmm. right? Because, and and don't get me wrong, I loved that part of my life because I was working with very highly intellectual people. I was, you know, helping people in very critical situations. And so that part of it was really powered by like my, my love for people and supporting other people through part of the hardest times of their life when they're in the Mm -hmm. ICU. But that backed my belief that medicine is the only reason or the only thing that's true, right? Mm -hmm. So that belief really closed me into this system where nothing else was real, right? So I didn't allow my senses to really evolve. I didn't allow my intuition to be free. Now, Back when I was a child, I was always told, you know, you're very intuitive. You have mm-hmm. these abilities. Like, that's so crazy. Like, how did you know that? And that was really dialed down by what I was told was true and what was not true. Right. So I was in the medical industry. I was raised an athlete and I was very told, I was told, like, you know, you don't quit, you never give up. Yeah. So I persevered through everything, everything in in my career, everything through, you know, my relationships, all this stuff. And, and even what that meant to me, and that's not a bad, that's not a bad skill set, but it becomes actually problematic when you aren't paying attention to the intense and also the subtle signs of what's happening around you and what's happening within my body. So it was 2016 and I was actually, it required a very, very a couple of different, I call it the perfect storm of events orchestrated by the universe to really force me to pay attention. You know, it was a a mixture of my, my personal health, my sleeping patterns, my relationship at the time, my my direct manager at the time, a lot of these things that came together that really kind of shocked my system and said, pay the F attention. Yeah. And And I couldn't deny it. I couldn't deny it. So at that point, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't have the language or the wherewithal to understand that all of this stuff meant I was so deeply misaligned. Yeah. So I, all I knew how to do was say, oh, I'm done. So I threw in the towel and I just took a leave of absence. I didn't even quit my job at the time because I was just like, I need to just breathe. I need to breathe and figure out what this means. So when I did that, I actually booked a one-way ticket to Bali. And when I did that, I, I know it sounds so, you know, eat, pray, love, but it was, I didn't even read the book. I didn't watch the movie or any of that. It was just my own path. Yeah. And that was the first time in my life and so uncharacteristic to go without a plan. It was mm-hmm. the first time in my life that I actually started to say yes to Emily and question everything. and. When I got there, it wasn't a vacation. It was absolutely the the complete opposite because I went deep into the darkness. I went deep into that shadow and I did so much inner work. I went on 10 day silent retreats. I did energetic healing. So I basically went all in on all this stuff that I was told that was not real. And I had to fully experience it myself to actually start to believe in it. Mm. And, and sometimes some people don't need that to actually feel it and really believe it. But for me, like I had this belief that none of it was real. So I had to actually experience it firsthand. And when I did, it was incredible to see what results started to show up in my life. The relationships I started to cultivate, the experiences and opportunities. I built a, a, a swimwear business just based off of divine love Mm. of creation and the people that came together to make that dream a reality. It was just like, you couldn't, you couldn't plan that. And the biggest thing that happened was that I met my husband and on our, on our wedding day, I got pregnant with my, with my dot, my first daughter. And it was just, I mean, I, and, and now retrospectively, now that I've done a lot of research and a lot of experience with this work, I, I know that in order for me to actually meet my husband and create this business, it required me to vibrate at a different frequency, to create a different reality, a different circumstance in my life required a different vibrational patterning. And 
everything in life is energy. So let's take it back to the science and Mm -hmm. the, you know, academic hat that I was in. Let's go back to that stage of where that was my full reality. So now today I've really created a business that really is deeply ingrained in quantum physics and deeply ingrained in the energy of everything that we have in life is everything that we see, everything that we are, mm-hmm. our vibrational patterning, it's actual vibrating molecules at different frequencies, mm-hmm. no matter if it looks as solid or not, right? So it's all vibration. And so if we want to create a million dollar year, it's going to require a different vibration. So what got you to 500K, 600K, whatever that looks Mm -hmm. like for you right now, it's going to take you being a different vibration to get to that stage. Now let's just take it a step a little further. Yeah. Were you going to ask something? No, you carry on. I'm making notes. It's fine. I just love this stuff. Sorry. I could talk further No, you carry on. So to take it a step further, on top of actually creating a different reality based off of frequency, we each have what we call genetic DNA. And what it really is, is a genetic. And if you look at your genetic DNA, it's very similar because it's a energetic DNA. So it's very unique to us. I call, you know, we each have a different recipe of, of energetic DNA. So that's why Teresa, when you go into the world and you are so lit up on stage and you are lit up in your power, it's probably because one of your greatest gifts and your energetic DNA that's lighting up and sparking when you're on stage is probably communication. Yeah. Now, somebody who wants to be successful in their business and takes, you know, you and tries to mimic your business plan and your business and how you how you get out there in the world and how you do you on stage, but they're not that energy, mm. they will not receive the same success, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. They should be doing something different. Yeah. Maybe their energy is divine love. And so divine love can be very, very successful in business as well, but just in a different type of business model right? So that's what I help people understand is like, what is your energetic DNA? What is your energetic makeup and how can you utilize that in your business? And what's even more cool is that when you are, you essentially, we are, our businesses are a extension of us, an energetic extension of us. So what happens is when we are typically, and as we scale up, we are the main contributors of our business. So when we start out, we start building, we have this vision of like how we want to create and what we want to do and how we want this business to unfold. And then as we scale and grow, it requires us to create more products and services. It it requires us to hire more people on our team. So it's extremely important that all of our products and services, our marketing, our sales, all of our, our systems, all of that, all of the elements that come into play with our businesses are actually at that same vibrational frequency of what we want to create. Now, okay. what is that? Yeah. Explain that to me one more time. Let me just hear you say that again so I can understand it. Yes. So we are a, our, our businesses are an energetic extension of us. Mm -hmm. Now, when we really dial that down and look at the components that create a business, it's contributors, products and services, marketing, sales, systems, right? And so all of those things really require us to be the energetic frequency of what we're trying to create. So it's not just us, it's all of those elements. And that becomes very complicated, right? Mm. Because there's so many different things that are at play and it's simultaneous and it really requires this conscious involvement. And when you are hiring, especially as you're scaling, it requires you to really tap into your personal energy and hire from that higher energy space, that deeper knowing, and also checking with the energy of the people that you are inviting into your business to be a contributor because Mm -hmm. their energy that they are contributing to your business is exactly the energy 
that your clients will receive. Mm -hmm. So a good example of this is, let's say that you have somebody that's doing your social media for you. And let's say they're going through a a massive breakup and they are devastated and that's understandable, Mm -hmm. right? But they are bringing that devastation energy to their work, right? So that devastation energy, even though you're posting a beautiful photo of yourself or Mm -hmm. a photo of, you know, a graphic or whatever, that energy is actually transcribed in that message. Okay. So it's extremely important that you, instead of outsourcing all of that, you actually allow yourself to, if, if you know that situation is happening, that you allow that energy to be brought up to the table and, and you allow the space and create the space within your environment and your company culture for them to share, hey, today is not a good day. Yeah. Would you mind looking at my work before we post it? It's, it's as simple as that. You look at the work, what that, what that does is you look at it and you actually can transcend and elevate that energy and maybe shift a couple words. Maybe you just looking at it can put it out there in the world in a different frame, in a different energy, energetic framework. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it makes sense. So let's go back a bit. Sure. And talk about like, because you said so much there and I, I just want to like get a few things clear so that yeah. listening to this, that, you know, we've, we, and I like to ask the stupid questions so people don't have to. So obviously <laughs> like I get, so let's, let's talk about, so the energy I really understand is the energy of a room, the energy of other people, the energy of like a situation. So, you know, we all know that situation where we walk and we meet someone, we go, oof, no, yeah. you're not for me. I don't know what it is but you're not for me. And then also the energy of like, when you are drawn to someone and be like, I need that person in my world, that amazing kind of good energy. So how does that translate to, and and I, I, I know that like, when I think about my energy and how I've been showing up sometimes, I've not been showing up right. Like, yeah. My, I, you know, and and again, you're right. Like I've been on this cleanse, like a detox cleanse for two weeks and it's like, it's really knocked me about. And, and I think, you know, so showing up from that has not come from a great place because I've been tired. I don't feel great. You know, my, I was just saying to you that my daughter's been moving schools and that's caused a lot of things. So I think you're right. All these other things have had an impact on how I show up. And even if I have been showing up, I don't think it's been coming out the same way. So yeah. is that what you're talking about? You're talking about like, how we feel about ourselves and the things we're doing and how we show up that way. Yeah. So there's many components involved here, right? So thank you for catching that. And I also think one of the best ways, like one one takeaway that you as a listener can actually implement right now and today is ask yourself, how am I, what energy am I bringing to my business? Mm. And the this energetic shifts can happen momentarily. It can happen right now. It doesn't require you to be on your mat or meditate or do some energetic work. I mean, obviously that helps, but it's not required, right? So the easiest thing that you can do is you can take a deep breath, use your breath to cleanse you. The second thing is ask yourself, like how, what energy am I bringing to this text message, this post, this presentation. So what are you bringing to this? What is that energy? And check yourself. So these massive energetic shifts and you actually vibrating differently mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't happen because of a one big event that you've shifted, right? What it is is it's in the nuanced moment to moment situations where you at home are by yourself thinking, oh, this is insignificant to me changing my outcomes, right? So like maybe it's you making a choice between if you want to go to the gym or sit on your couch and watch Netflix, right? So it's those nuanced situations where you are making those choices that are either aligned or not aligned to you. Right now, that's not saying like you don't have to, you know, that you can't watch something or take time for yourself. Because in fact, when you do take time for yourself, it might actually be better for your business. 
Yeah. It might be, be better for you to put your mind at rest and watch Netflix, right? Than to actually go, 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 go. So it's really about making these really empowered patterns of choice. And patterns of choice is like a really key word here because it is a pattern. It's a habit of choice. Like, what are your habits? What are you doing day to day? What are you doing at yeah. home? What are you doing when you go to the bathroom, when you're in the shower? Like these little moments mm-hmm. are the events that are going to ultimately shift your life. So it's really about bringing that awareness into the moment to moment. How are you eating your breakfast? How are you getting dressed in the morning? are these empowered decisions. So I'll I'll bring it down even further for you. So like my experience of what the the energy that I want to cultivate in every facet of my life is freedom. And that's really aligned with who I am energetically and who I am in my in, in my you know my my moon sign, my sun sign, all of that too. And so I want to cultivate the sense of freedom and the freedom can be dialed down to, you know, how I get dressed in the morning or where my office is or where I, or what type of car I drive or how I decide on my breakfast or how I decide on what I'm going to cook that evening, right? So freedom for me feels like I don't want to have a meal plan all through the, the week. And that, and that could be completely different for somebody else. Somebody else might feel that that actually frees up so much mental space for them because they don't have to decide, yeah. right? So it's so subjective. But the point is, is that you get to make these choices and these decisions that you don't think are playing into the energetic patterning absolutely are. So Does that answer I, your question? Yeah. So, so there was two questions I had coming from that and you kind of half explained the one. So I was going to say, so you know, when you had the big shift in you, what were some of the things that you changed? But then the other thing I had question-wise is how do they know what that thing is? Like, how? so you said earlier, you were talking about, you know, energetic DNA. And I have had, I've had an Akashic Records reading mm-hmm. and communication was like literally the biggest and best thing on it because obviously that is me all over. So, yeah. you know, so there's a part of me that's like, well, I'm already doing that. So if I'm trying to like get to other places, how how do I continue to use that or what do I do? But so yeah, there's lots of questions there. Like one, how how do they find out what the thing is for them? Like freedom is for you. And then what what sort of moves did you make in terms of moving your business up? Yeah, so good. So a couple of things. In order to understand your true energetic DNA, there's a couple of ways. The best, most accurate way is to, and then this is not me plugging myself, but this is I I go into your Akashic records and I actually deliver that information to you and for you. Another way is to go on my website. I have a quiz that can help you kind of identify, but it's not it's not as, it's, it's, I don't want to say accurate, but it's not as like direct and, and specific for you. Mm-hmm. Like you'll answer a couple of questions and it'll kind of direct you to possibly what could be that for you. Yeah. The other thing is for you and how you can, who we work with, and I'm, I'm guessing that this audience is very highly conscious, right? Mm-hmm. So you probably already have a very good idea about what makes your heart sing, where you feel lit up. So without even having a session with me or without even, you know, doing that quiz alone, you can start listening to those, those signs that come through for you. Like, Mm -hmm. is this actually, do I feel really lit up by being in front of an audience? Do I feel really lit up by sitting behind the scenes and just actually journaling and, and having somebody else do my copywriting for me? And there's no wrong way or right way to do it. It's just really listening into what you feel lights you up. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is, Teresa, when you ask the question of how can, I feel like I'm already doing it. Yes, so cool. Now, the, the other thing that you can do is really ask yourself, how, how am I, communication is like, the first thing that goes that we think of when we think of communication is, oh yeah, I'm on stage, I'm talking, I'm sharing. But really communication is a variety of different things, mm-hmm. right? So it's listening. It's also body language. It's also communicating energetically, right? Mm-hmm. So like we just kind of talked about is like, how am I showing up energetically? So that communication 
is equally as important. So checking in and really getting your energy in check is so paramount if you want to get, you know, skyrocket your, your career. Additionally, it's really adding in people in your programs and people in your, on your team that have that energy as well, because they are really an extension of of your energy Mm -hmm. and how you're going to be delivering that to your audience. Right. So it's really about making sure that you're hiring with complete awareness of who is going to be on your team and also really making sure that you're watching your own energy, mm-hmm. right? So if you're coming at it like, oh God, I need to make my number. I have on my whiteboard over here. I need to make, you know, 500K this month and I'm only at 322. Like I need to close this deal. So like the way that you, and and this is so against what we're taught and I was in, mm-hmm. you know, sales forever. It's like, we're taught, okay, let's make that number. Let's do what it takes. Yeah. That's such a masculine paradigm. And, and yeah, it's important to get it done. But if you're going at it and creating from that space of obligation or that power, then you're only going to attract obligation, obligated, that energy of obligated clients. So they mm-hmm. feel obligated to join your programs because of X, Y, Z. So it really attracts that same level of frequency. Mm-hmm. You are, and this is a little bit of tough love, but you are an exact energetic match for your current circumstances. So everything in your life right now is an exact energetic match. Anything that's not like that can't hang around. It's just the law of life. Okay. Okay. So if you are, if you have debt, if you have, you know, everything that you've ever wanted, but you've always wanted to get pregnant or whatnot, like there are elements in your frequency that are not allowing that to come in. So the first step is always taking ownership, not feeling that sense of, oh, Emily said this and now I feel really bad about myself. That's not what it's here for at all. No, it's not to fall into that victim mentality at all. It's actually really empowering. It allows you to really look at what you have and what you don't have and say, okay, I have the power to change that right now. I have absolute power right now to step into a different version of myself. And that first step is looking and taking an inventory about what are the nuanced activities that you're doing throughout your day that need a little bit of adjusting. How can I, how can I embrace the sense of freedom while I'm packing my children's lunches? Okay. Okay. Maybe that looks like, you know, buying or having, or or having somebody else do that for me. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that means that. I set aside an hour to do a 10 minute task and I do it with so much love and that feels free for me. And Mm -hmm. like I said, it's going to be completely individualized because everybody does it differently and what freedom means for for everybody is going to be so subjective. Mm -hmm. So it really requires you getting inquisitive with yourself and saying, what is it that I really want to create? And you ask the question of how do you know what it is that you want to create and what energy you want to be in? And, and again, that comes from you, right? So it's really about, and I always, I always question people that, you know, say, oh, I just want to make, you know, have a financial intention, right? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, sure. That's like surface level, but let's go deeper. So we do this exercise of, you know, 10 layers of why, and then why, and then why. And we yeah. continue to ask why, 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 why. And, you know, around level three, four, five, like it just starts blowing it. Like, oh my yeah. God, I didn't realize that that's actually what I wanted. And it's always nine, 10 times out of 10, it's always not about the money. Yeah, It's about something different. Mm-hmm. It's about you know, it's about love. It's about achievement. It's about feeling connection, you know, all of those things on, on that, that scale of what we are all wanting in life. And it's, you know, it's, it's important that we recognize. And once we really listen to what our heart really, really wants, Mm -hmm. something clicks and shifts into a different perspective for us. We're driving our behaviors differently. We are looking at our metrics differently. We're looking at our programs differently. We are showing up differently online. We're showing up differently in person. We're showing up differently. And this is the best part, Teresa, is that, yeah, I'm talking about it in the construct of business and Mm -hmm. and that paradigm, but (laughs) it's, it's a trickle down into every 
asset in every facet of our life, like our family, our health, our 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 finances, obviously. All yeah. of these benefits come full circle and in every different direction when you start to activate a different vibrational patterning. So the and I get it, right? And I talk about this a lot in my membership and with students about the fact of, you know, if you are, and and I don't know if I use the word vibrating, but if you have an energy that is focused on lack and, you know, things aren't going well and you're so frustrated, then that's all that's going to be delivered back to you. But sometimes, and I'm going to take the example of like the money, because this is often a big one in sure. people's heads. It's like, easy too. Yeah. So <laughs> if you, you know, if someone sat there at the moment going, okay, so I'm in debt, I'm not getting the sales I need. I feel like I'm doing all the things. I feel like I'm showing up. I'm really frustrated. A, how, how can they split that? Because that's the, that's the worst time because you're in that and you're like, you know, I don't believe anything I'm saying. I don't believe like that if I can just shift this one thing, it's all going to feel better because you have such self-doubt about yourself at this point because things aren't going well. So how can they do it when they don't feel like that? And then what can they do? So, you know, one of the golden rules is really, you know, what I focus on expands. So the more you focus on things that are not working, it's going to just continue to grow and expand in your mind. And you're going to continue to look for evidence for that not being real or true for you. Mm. So the first thing I'd like I do and what I have other people in my community do is actually take yourself out of the equation and go into a place of service. So how can you trick your system and start to operate from a higher vibration? And so immediately being of service. So what that looks like is maybe buying a bagel for the homeless man on the street. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's going through your closet and donating things that, you know, you you love, but you would love for other people to enjoy, or maybe that's cooking something really special for your neighbor, you know, doing something from your heart. When you activate your heart space and you do something with pure, pure love Mm -hmm. and gratitude, you know, that is immediately tricking and helping you move into a higher vibrational patterning. And that is where you'll start to operate from. So immediately following that as a residual, you'll start to feel differently about yourself and about your business. And you'll start to feel that sense of belonging and connection. And when you get there and start to activate new thought patterns from that energy, that's when you start to see different results. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's something completely unrelated to the money, but allow yourself the space to do that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 not at all. And I think it's a real, like, it is such a tricky subject in the fact of, like I said, sometimes when you're in that space, it's really hard to pull yourself out. But you know, like I often say, like if I'm in a, well, years ago, this doesn't happen so much now, which is good. But, you know, if I was feeling particularly anxious or wasn't feeling particularly happy, but I had to do a call and I had to force myself to bring myself up to an energy of like performing or whatever, I'd come off it and I'd feel so much better. But would I want to do it in the first place? No, not in a million years. I just, I'd want to go and hide in bed. But but the fact that I had to go through that process meant that it made me feel better. So it's almost like it's doing the things that are good for you, even when you don't feel like doing it. But I guess I love the coming from serving as well. I love the the thought of coming from you know, when you're coming from love. And again, it's, you know, when I take it right back to kind of a business practical thing, it's like, you know, so if someone's out there and they're struggling to get people in, in their membership or if they're struggling to sell a course, like if they're just thinking about, I need to get sales, I need to get sales rather than how can I help people with this? Like, could I go live and answer some questions or tell people about it? Or could I, you know, do something else? And it's like, when we come from a different perspective, then you know, it starts to feel just a bit nicer, doesn't it? You know, I think, I think this is a real, real, I mean, I've been there. And so I, I, you know, my heart is like really, it's aching when I, when I, when we talk about this, because it was a situation that was so, so real for me, Mm. that it was so, it's debilitating, it's painful, and it's absolutely really hard to shift out of that. But I want I want to just let this land that, you know, when another approach that I just started to take when I was deep in it was I, I really use the mantra of 
this exact moment will never exist again. Mm. And that can, you know, it can feel a negative, but it actually isn't. It, it requires you to really be extremely present with this moment. Like I will never have this moment again where I'm sitting across from you, Teresa, and I have a window right here and there's a bird fluttering around and, and, you know, I have this, this beautiful sense of being in San Diego right now. Mm-hmm. Like this experience will never live again. So what that does is it immediately helps me drop into the present moment. It immediately helps me drop into gratitude. Mm-hmm. And also if I'm, if I'm operating in a space of scarcity of, gosh, I don't have anything in my bank account. Mm-hmm. It's also recognizing that this moment is fleeting and I get to create more money right now. Yeah. Right. And so I love to use that mantra because I, I, it helps me, especially with my kids and especially with my husband really appreciate the intricacies of our moments together. You know, even when my, my daughter's singing at the top of her lungs and I'm on a conference call, it's like, you get to laugh about it and say, this is just part of life. Mm. And the more that we want something that we don't have deeply disconnects ourselves from Mm. ourselves. So the more that we are are saying, oh, I want to be like them. I want to be like her, or I want to have that amount of money is the more that we are actually telling ourselves that what we do have is not good enough. Yeah. So when we are in that space, we are, you know, not feeling enough. And so you will confirm that for yourself over and over and over again. And that's not the energy of a leader. That's not the energy of somebody that, you know, is attracting these, these people that is of servitude, right? So activate that leadership quality of taking that ownership of being in the space of knowing that when it's freaking hard, you decided to show up even more. You decided to show up even though it was really, really challenging. And sometimes that takes you doing other things to complement your work, right? So maybe that means that you, that you volunteer in your child's classroom so that you you feel like you're contributing because i know that it can feel like you're spinning your wheels in business right and that everything that you do is not moving the needle right mm-hmm. so sometimes maybe stepping back and saying okay well i'm going to do something where i feel like i'm actually contributing and it's doing something for me yeah. because that pays into your consciousness that pays into your your energy and you start to actually show up differently when you do feel accomplished, even if it is something completely unrelated. And I think the thing that I come back to all the time with anything on this, you know, when we're talking about spirituality stuff and energy and, you know, I like to call a bit of woo stuff is that if it just feels nicer, like, so either you can be sat there stressing about what's in the account, worrying, feeling sick, you know, it's not going to change the amount of money in the account at that point. Like, that's not going to change because you are in a panic state. So then like, you know, and I can only liken it to the kind of things that I like. So to go outside, I'm obsessed with growing stuff. Like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, seriously, (laughs) I am all the gardening things. My husband and I are talking about a wildlife pond, you know, so we've got frogs. Like, honestly, I I really don't recognise myself. But I adore it. (laughs) And actually for me, like regardless of how I feel about my business, like you said, I can go out there and I can look at it and I can just be in awe and wonder of it. And it just feels nicer. Like, and whatever that is for someone else, that happens to be me going in the garden and and looking at what's growing. But Mm -hmm. whatever that is for someone, like, you know, and again, thinking about, especially people in a serving industry like me or a, you know, knowledge industry, it's like, Okay, so I could sit here and stress that no one's joining a course or a membership or whatever, or I could go out and do a live, which lights me up and I get to answer questions and, and I come off that feeling so much better. So whether you, whether you're listening to this as like a slight skeptic or, or what, it just is nicer. Like, you know, for me, (laughs) it just feels nicer whether, and again, my amazing coach, Mary would say to me, what if you're exactly where you're meant to be? 
And again, whether you believe it or not, whether you are skeptic or not, for me, because her, that you know, we'd go on to talk about the universe has its plan, it knows what it's doing, you know, maybe this is for a reason. But for me, it just feels nicer. It just feels so much nicer that I think that way than think, oh, this sucks. This is really bad. This is just awful. Emily, you've been an absolute delight. (laughs) Now, I have to say, before we get off this call, that Mm -hmm. Emily's family, her husband and her children, are like Instagram perfect. I have never seen, (laughs) I swear to goodness, right? I would like to see some pictures of, you know, your hair scraped back, some food down your top. The kids look at a mess. If you could, honestly, her Instagram, I looked at it and it's like, wow, that is like, (laughs) that is like the most beautiful looking family I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. Thank you. No, Emily's beautiful. Her husband's beautiful. Her children are beautiful. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. This is energy at work, you guys. (laughs) Do you want a bit of that? Then absolutely. I love it, Emily. Where can people come and find out a bit more about you? Yes. I would love to offer your listeners a mini session. And I don't offer this to everybody simply because I feel connected to you and I love your work as well. So if you are listening and if you've listened to this whole episode and you're still here, I want to reward you. Yes. So what you can do is you can slide into my DMs on Instagram. That's where I'm, I'm most active. And my handle is at ITS. So it's Emily K. Thomas. And if you slide into my DMs and say that you heard our chat with Teresa, um, I will send you a link to a mini session with me where you can ask me anything about this work. And I will actually go into your record and I will give you a little bit of information. It won't be as deep as we would go in a, in a one-on-one session, but I will do my best to get as much as I can and get that, that, that time together as jam-packed as possible so that you feel really connected to yourself. You can also, from my website, there's a link in my bio where you can check out my website and yeah, that's really it. I'm just really thrilled to be here and Thank you. From a historic skeptic on this work, I am just, I believe that I believe so deeply in this. And this is so, so important into creating the success that you all deserve. So thank you for listening to me. And thank you, Teresa, for having me. Thank you so much, Emily. It's been a delight. Thank you. What did you think? I genuinely, genuinely want you to go to your favorite platform and DM me or tag me in a post, or whatever you want to do. I really want to hear what you think of this. Actually, I really do want you to DM me. Tell me, do you like these sort of things? Does it kind of make you go, okay, this is interesting. Do you love it? Is it not your bag? I really want to hear what you think of it. And I know the numbers of people who listen to this podcast. So, you know, if you're listening, I know you're listening. And I'd really like you to DM. That sounded a little bit threatening. Like, you know, going to come and get you if you don't. That is not going to happen. I don't know exactly who's listening. I just know the numbers of people that listen do sound like like a weird stalker. But yeah, please let me know. I just, like I said, I find stuff like this really fascinating and interesting and I would really love to hear what you think. I just like finding out new things and new ways of doing things and yeah, just expanding my mind a bit. So let me know what you think of this episode and I will be back next week with a solo one. Until then, have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful.